Welcome to Lane Stream here on the 440 Sports Network. My name is Braden Gall, and you can get to me on Twitter at Braden Gall. My name is Steve Cavendish. You can follow me on Twitter at Scavendish. Uh, if you like this show, you can rate it, you can review it, you can subscribe to it. Please do that. Um, but mostly just tell people that you listen to Lamestream Sports, they should too, and you know, 20 of their closest friends should join them. We're in the weeds today, buddy. We're in the weeds. I, I just got back from hiking through the mountains, and I decided to go right back into the jungle, into the swamp, into the forest. And uh, we are here with Councilman Bob Mendez at large, uh, who has been vocally opposed to the Titan Stadium deal uh, presented by the mayor's office and the, and the team. And we are going to have both sides in classic multimedia 2023 fashion. We are going to have both sides of the of the argument. Uh, we will speak to someone from the mayor's office very soon, and we'll have their uh, side of this pitch. But uh, Councilman Mendez has been very outspoken, Steve, so we're going to hear from his side. And the goal of this conversation is to allow him to present his side of the argument and for you, the, the listeners, to hear both sides of the argument. You will get our opinions as well. But you're going to get the opinions of both sides of this deal, the people that are actually voting on it, yes or no, in the council, and uh, hopefully give you guys enough information to make up your own decision as Davidson County taxpayers, uh, <laughs> Titans fans, parents, neighborhood members, <laughs> whatever it is that you identify as, Steve. Yes, I identify as many of those things. <laughs> uh, you know, Councilman Mendez has is probably the... I mean, he's certainly the most outspoken anti-stadium uh, advocate. I, I, I think that he makes a, he's always he always make he always makes a very compelling case for something he digs into. He's a, he's just a smart guy, and and a and a and a you know he has a very good track record as a council member. You know, it, it's it's fine to disagree with him on on certain things, on different issues, on whatever else. Uh, but but I, I do think he's. I do think he's a pretty effective spokesman uh, for for voting against the stadium, uh, and I'm glad we had him on here. And I think he I think he makes a you know he makes his case very well. You know, we're going to have hopefully somebody on from the mayor's office next week to talk about just this. And I, I this is the this is the biggest you know we've been we've been moving to this point for now what a year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, this will be one of the biggest. Uh, deals that, uh, that that the city's ever been involved in. So, well, and I think the most important thing is for everyone to have all of the 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 as much information as possible to make up your own mind about what you think about this deal. And that, to me, uh, and to us on this program, is to present as much possible information as as we can. And so, um, I do agree. He does give you a whole lot to think about, and that is the most important part to listen and think about it. And then we'll give you the other side next week. However, Steve, before we get to our conversation where you have to think about a lot of important things, Lamestream Sports is brought to you by Jaspers. Always brought to you by the fine folks at Jaspers. Yep, it is. It's in fact Jaspers. And uh, we've got a lot of fun, important and serious and not so serious conversations coming up on the show. And Jaspers is a part of all of them. So make sure you go to Jaspers. Uh, you got tournament watch parties this weekend, of course. You got three straight weeks of this. If you want to go watch golf for like eight hours next in a couple of weekends, you could do that too. Um, they got the game room. It's awesome. It's a fantastic place to babysit your children. If you just want to eat a, eat a nice meal with your spouse while your kids go play air hockey. Um, Cause they can't have beers. And so they can't put them on the table. Like, uh, like my wife did that one time. So um, although they do trap the puck, my, my four-year-old does trap the puck like you. So there's yes. that. 
There's yes. A- yeah. She goes to timeout, Steve. I'm going to put you in timeout. Go that to Jasper. Go to Jasper's, everybody. Parenting. <laughs> go to Jasper's, everybody. It's a great place to watch the game. Great menu. The next evolution of the sports bar. All right. Lots to think about here from Councilman Mendez. Here was our conversation with Bob Mendez. Councilman, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Good. Thanks for having me on. So I guess we'll just dive right in here and, and kind of begin by explaining from your perspective, like what, what is the, the the history of this entire stadium proposal and how did we get to this moment in time? Well, I mean, it's a tortured uh, past. You know, the the government, the city government has had three mayors in six years, um, four mayors in eight years, something like that. And the, the team has, I think, been trying to negotiate, uh, but the mayors keep uh, changing, which makes things more difficult. Um, frankly, it's given the team more continuity um, in the negotiation than the revolving door in the mayor's office. And uh, I, I personally think that um, the mayor's office has talked themselves into this being a good deal for the city when it's not. All right. Well, then give, give me the reasons it's flawed. We we know about the dollar figures from the mayor's office. We know about the dollar figures that you've proposed in your memo. We we know about the state. We know about the tax recapture. We kind of know some of what the numbers might be. Why is it that you think that this is all uh, a flawed collection of, of data and mathematics here? I mean, basically, I, I feel like the mayor's office has fallen in love with this project and wants to get it to the finish line more than they want to be completely uh, forthcoming about the numbers. Bottom line is we're going to spend more as a city in general obligation bond debt um, to build a new neighborhood and a new stadium than we would to just update Nissan. Give us a little bit more specifics here, because I think this is the problem uh, as, that most people have with this as voters on both the t- the Titan side of things and and your side of things, which both have a- accurate uh, and interesting angles to all of this. I, I'm a Davidson County voter who has daughters in, in Metro schools, and I like the Titans. I don't, you know, I, I want to know all the details here. I want to see some neighborhood value presented to us as well. Um, so I'm kind of in the middle here. I'm kind of the person that's trying to be persuaded in all of this. And it seems like you've laid out the separate costs of the renovation. You've also laid out the cost of the the new build. But then you've said we should separate that there's two other costs there in terms of re- renovating the, the neighborhood, the two neighborhoods. Don't those two costs change based on whether or not we renovate versus build a new stadium? And doesn't the neighborhood itself change based on whether we renovate or build a new stadium? Yeah. And um, despite what the mayor's office says, I think there's about a zero percent chance of building a new neighborhood if you renovate Nissan Stadium. Um, I think the neighborhood only happens if there's a new stadium and you have to build a new neighborhood to help pay for everything. Um, Listen, we've gone, um, this city has gone 200 and some years since white folks showed up without having a neighborhood on the East Bank. Like who's got a burning (laughs) desire to have a neighborhood over there other than real estate developers? Honestly, is that, that's that's where you want your tax dollars to go to build a new neighborhood? Nobody is sitting around wanting that other than real estate developers. And, and the reality is there's a reason why it hasn't been built on for 200 and some years. And everything downtown is on the high side of the river where there's bluffs and banks um, because it's flooded for the better part of the last 200 years. Um, the, the only people that want a new Nashville's quote unquote next, space, next great neighborhood are real estate developers, including the mayor, who is a real estate developer. 
you have said and, and others have criticized this as being as there being a, kind of a lack of an independent analysis on the cost of the deal. Uh, even on the most conservative side, there's a there's hundreds of millions of dollars of exposure uh, for Metro taxpayers over the life of the current stadium. Uh, why do you th- why should Metro keep that obligation? Well, you know, one of the things that the mayor's office hides the ball on is um, there there are currently dedicated revenue sources. Um, the, all the in-stadium sales tax um, right now is collected and goes for the stadium. And the the numbers um, just from the team or from the mayor's office about what the current existing revenue sources are, are some quarter billion dollars between now and the end of the lease. So it's not like renovations, um, you know, the city has to cough up penny, you know, dollar one, the first $250 million worth of renovations get, could be covered by the existing revenue sources. And that's per the mayor's office numbers that they've published online. And and so you, you yeah, there's exposure. There's definitely exposure under the current lease. Um, but how, how somehow they bootstrap that into we're going to have the biggest public subsidy in the history of America for a, for a football stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, and listen, they don't they don't ever they they're pretty quick to tell me I'm wrong when they think I'm wrong. They've never disputed that this will be the, the biggest public subsidy in the history of America for a sports stadium by a lot a large margin. I think Buffalo. Uh, and the city of New York have got the, or the state of New York have got the record right now with about 850 million of public money going to a new Bill Stadium, and this would crush 850 million dollars easily on their own numbers, one 1.26 billion dollars. How how we move from we've got some exposure for sure to gee, let's do the biggest public subsidy in the history of America? Like I don't, I don't get that. Is it is it fair to call it that specifically? Because I think you I think the, the the other end of the talking spectrum is, you know, like like you've said, like or, or like the mayor has said, well, we're taking all this de- all this obligation off the taxpayer. We're removing it from the tax. Like that's their talking point. And then the, the other talking the other side of the talking point is this is the largest subsidized stadium in the history of of, of professional sports in America. Is is it not somewhere in between the reality? And do we like no. because because. No, they- They've, they've lied about it. I mean, they and they know they've lied about it. Starting last May, they started calling it a $1.8 billion obligation um, for the current lease. And the, the mayor's office called it that. And they know now and have acknowledged now that they've never, ever priced out the obligation to comply with the lease. Yet from May through November, they said repeatedly that we had a $1.8 billion obligation under the lease. They know it's a, untrue and they have pivoted and you can't find anywhere where they've called it a $1.8 billion obligation since November. Since November, I think they've pivoted to calling it a tremendous liability. Like literally, that's what they say. That's as specific as they're willing to be as a tremendous liability. And I've heard the mayor speak where he'll say, is it a billion? Is it more than a billion? I don't know. It's a lot either way. Like nobody knows the liability under the current lease within a couple hundred million dollars. And that's Should outrageous ca- that we would build a new stadium without having that data. Can the council can the council commission its own independent study? Um, we we uh, could. Um, I think we're all 
human. And um, since the mayor's office and the team were the only source of information, um, I think there's still a lot of council members um, that believe it's a $1.8 billion liability under the current lease, even though the mayor stopped saying that and they've pivoted to this quote unquote enormous liability now. We could. We absolutely could. Well, I, I mean, because because that's what I, I mean. You're right. We're, we don't know exactly what the number is. So how do we find out the number? I mean, this is one of these things where um, you got to you got to want to find out the number. You know, it's it's evident that the mayor's office has wanted to get the deal done. And honestly, um, journalists and uh, everyday citizens need to ask themselves, um, why the heck would they for six months overinflate that knowing that it's not true, that it's a one point eight billion dollar obligation under the current lease? And the answer, you know, the easiest answer is usually the best answer. The answer is because if you got a real number and then you added up the cost of the new neighborhood, you'd say, damn, like, let's uh, let's not do that because that's the more expensive option. You're in your in your day job here. Uh, you're a restructuring attorney. You work with people. You uh, to and companies to kind of shift liability and to 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 kind of contain uh, cost. Isn't there a isn't there a prudent shift for metro taxpayers? Uh, kind of away from the direct financial obligations that they have right now. Uh, you mentioned that there are some current recurring revenue streams within. Uh, within the stadium that that sales tax gets recaptured at the stadium right now uh the, the there is there is some merit i think to the argument that at some point you want to shift all of the obligation away from it being uh, from from metro taxpayers i.e uh from the general fund uh from property tax and and from 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 direct kind of metro uh revenue being on the hook for a stadium uh and which is what the which is what the deal as as pitched would currently do is there any merit to that to to just yeah. to, to shifting that obligation away from my property taxes because uh, as we know property taxes increased beforehand not that they didn't need to but uh, property taxes have already increased once. We're probably going to have to have a property tax increase sometime in the next mayor's uh, at, in the next mayoral administration. Uh, I, I would like for maybe it not to that not to be encumbered by a a stadium obligation. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you, you know. Um, people need to understand, and and this is this is fact. It's it's been reported. Um, uh, groups that typically don't like taxes, like the Chamber of Commerce, agree with the point I'm about to make. Um, the people that run the downtown partnership agree with the, a point I'm about to make. This city has the lowest overall tax burden of any peer city around. We just do. And that's including property tax, sales tax, all kinds of taxes. And, um, and, and we've got A-plus amenities downtown so let's just assume that we're not magic. I mean, it's a cool place and we all love Nashville, but we're not magic. So how do we get A-plus amenities downtown and have the lowest overall tax burden of any peer city around? Well, again, 
like everybody knows the answer at school to that question. Water fountains don't work in school. The roads aren't well paved. We're not so good about garbage pickup. Right now, water is gushing out of the court, a whole building for, the, for, for a water main break. We're behind on a lot of infrastructure stuff. So um, the starting point is uh, it's hard to get A-plus amenities with a super low tax burden. And again, this idea that um, somehow having specialty taxes doesn't impact uh, metro taxpayers. No economist in America believes that's true. Every professional economist in America says there's only so much tax money you can wring out of a particular tax base, whatever you call it. Um, so I'm more interested in like, yes, listen, if we could shift the cost from all on the general fund to, which is all metro taxpayers, to not 100% metro taxpayers who get tourist money blended in. If we can do that, that's great, but you cannot ignore the cost of building the new neighborhood around it. And listen, I'm, I'm reading through the lease. Um, the, the lease uh, obligates metro to build a park from the stadium down to the river. Metro, uh, The lease obligates metro to let the team have all the revenue from the park that goes from the stadium to the river, every single event that goes on in the stadium, not just NFL games, every event that goes on over there. And so it, it's like we are going to make the uh, East Bank something of a Titans controlled party zone um, in order to get ourselves off the, um, the hook, as the mayor likes to say. And the numbers don't add up. And, and listen, I, I can tell you for sure, Steve, you know this. Um, I was ringing the bell about um, fiscal um, policy and whether we were paying for what we need to do two years before um, the mayor got around to it, and he voted against what I wanted to do. Like my, he, they're not on the right track about this being a fiscally prudent mover maneuver. So, what would be the? Because listen, I. <laughs> I don't need development on the East Bank, but I live in East Nashville, a couple of miles away. I've got kids. We used to walk down to the to the water park down there and and play. And and so there's I'm not going to lie and say there's not some benefit there. We're not season ticket holders for the Titans by any stretch of the imagination, uh, nor will we be. Um, but I, I'm curious, what are the concessions? Because the things my wife and I talk about, which is making affordable housing available, green space, you know, tra making transportation easier for everyone around the city, education. Obviously, I care now that I've got kindergartner and a first grader. I just what would be the concessions that would make it palatable in terms of actually doing all the development when people say neighborhood versus tourism? What are the things we can actually do? And is it even possible to do those things in a different deal? Yeah, I mean, the Titans could pay more. Um <laughs> that would help. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you guys know that one of the dirty little secrets around this negotiation um, is that in in every other major stadium that's viewed as let's be like Allegiant, let's be like this, let's be like that stadium, every single one, the team chipped in more money, a lot more money than they're chipping in here. And the next part of it goes, well, the Titans can't do that. Um, and so the conclusion is, well, gee, among Titan, um, among NFL owners, the Titans are not as well off as others. So um, we love them so much we should pay for it and make it the biggest subsidy in the history of America. Um, it, it's kind of a, 
it's kind of a goofy argument. To, why why can't they pay more? Um, why can't they get a partner? Why can't they do what their peer teams do as far as what they pay? Well, I, I do think that Nashville is more split on this from a voter standpoint. If you if you put it like in what was it, late 90s when they got here and you said the vote, the city has to vote on it and everybody in Davidson County has to vote on it. I think we're probably more split on it than even the council has been in terms of how we voted on this thing. Why, why is it that we can't just add things to the deal <laughs> and change the deal again? I don't know. I, I'm I'm out of my element here, so I, you you have to yeah. sort of sort of speak to this. Let's say the deal is going to pass the way it is. What can we add to it that would make some of us that that can that are sympathetic to what you're arguing? How, how do we make it so that we actually are again outside of the Titans just saying okay, we'll we'll pay the extra four hundred million because you know if we vote it down, the state takes its money away too. Like what what are the ways that we can actually fix it? Because it's not just three or four hundred million renovation and no neighborhood or $3 billion with a new stadium in a new neighborhood. What's the other deal? What's the other option? Well, um, you know, we, we could vote it down and, and see how the Titans feel after that. Um, well, listen, I mean, just being perfectly blunt, monkeying around um, the edges of the deal doesn't make it better. Um, you know, the, some, some council members have negotiated a million dollar a year payment for the term of the lease to um, to to go to nonprofits around town, and really that's um, it's it's chump change around the what this deal is worth, um, and and so that's good. I mean, I'd rather have that than not. Um, but there's there's nothing short of a, a flipping of the responsibility between public and private. You know, right now it's 1.2 something out of two billion paid by government city and state and uh, a lot paid by the NFL and a lot paid by PSL buyers and a little bit paid by the team. Um, it would have to, it would have to get flipped where the city and state share um, was um, definitely less than 50%. And I, I don't see the, I don't see the team or the mayor's office agreeing to that. Uh, you highlighted pretty extensively kind of the, the downside of the deal. Is there any upside to this deal? You know, it's uh, it's it's dark days for the city of Nashville right now because of the state. I mean, the state's like acting to take over our airport authority right now. There's something like a billion dollars worth of assets. Um, I've, I've, and we should be concerned about whether there's a sports authority takeover in the future. Um, so I, I have a hard time um, seeing silver lining. If there's if there's silver lining, you know, if we approve the deal. And we are then committed to building um, the East Bank. You know, it's it's my most sincere hope that we do make it a neighborhood um, where actual Nashvillians can work and live and play, and and it just doesn't become a, um, a, a downtown East, um, which you know a lot of us don't necessarily enjoy being downtown these days. Um, so that's the, there's an opportunity if it passes, um, that we, um, can, can make the best of it. Um, I, I do think that, um, you'll have a lot more gray hair, but, um, 20, 25 years from now, you'll be, uh, talking to some other council member about what a shitty deal it was. Um, <laughs> how, how does the reduction, a potential looming reduction of the city council affect the way people are going to vote? 
you know, that's unclear. Um, we've been thrown, the whole city's thrown into um, a lot of chaos. Like, we don't know whether there's a council election this August. You know, early voting is supposed to start in like uh, 120, 120 days. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and we don't know if there's an election. And if there is an election, we don't know whether it's for a 20 person council or a 40 person council. And best guess, it'll be another 30, 45 days at the earliest before we know the answer to that question. And that's going to be distracting. Um, and, and frankly, I mentioned the airport authority. If the state swings through the airport authority legislation, where we lose control of the airport authority, I, I hope I hope we're taking a look at what it means if we lose control of the sports authority also, because I don't think anybody wants to build a, I hope nobody wants to build a $2 billion stadium only to find out that we don't control it a couple of years down the road. Let me, can I push back on the, on the sports authority piece of it for just a little bit? The, I under I understand completely about the airport authority and sports authority takeovers. The the flip side of that is there's a lot of state money going into this. The uh, the some people on the other side would argue that the that the state given the amount of state money that's involved in some of these projects, uh, and, and the, a lot of these are diversion of, of of what would be state revenue, that they ought to get a say on the sports authority. Yeah, control of the sports authority, though. I mean, there's a difference between a say. I mean, listen, the, again, I, just, I've been reading the lease this week. The, the lease is supposed to last a long time, so it imagines all sorts of things. One of the things that's covered in the lease is what if gambling ends up being legal in the state of Tennessee? Um, you know, who, who decides whether the um, new football stadium can be used as a casino. That, the word casino appears in the lease. Gambling appears in the lease. Um, if it's a sports authority and we don't control the sports authority, then there's no local say on um, whether there's gambling or a casino inside the stadium. I mean, that's, that's one of a hundred examples of how the sports authority has control over what goes on in the stadium. And fundamentally, like I, I, I like, yeah, they're contributing money. Does that mean that they get to decide control of the place? Um, and let's face it, whoever's got the authority to appoint a majority of the members controls the sports authority. Um, right now, that's Nashville. These these are things that are. Listen, man, if if I was representing somebody who is building a private entity that was building a hundred million dollar project. And I had to give the legal advice that said, hey, uh, I can't tell you five years from now that you're going to control your board anymore. <laughs> um, and, oh, yeah, 40 um, percent of your revenue um, might go away if um, some third party just has a change of uh, how they feel in the morning and they pass a law. Um, and like you still want to build your hundred million dollar project if I can't promise you control of it or that the revenue is going to be there. How do you feel about that? Um, 20 out of 20, the business community packs up the briefcase, walks out the door. Um, and the fact that the governor and the Speaker of the House and the comptroller and the lieutenant governor aren't just standing up saying, you know what, that's outrageous. Taking over the local authorities with local bonding power, that's outrageous. Stop it. Instead, they're going forward. These are things that are 
existential to how we organize our financing in this city. And I mean, I know that's kind of deep for a sports conversation, uh, but it's it's a real issue right now. What what does a voter do? What does a person, what does a taxpayer do in all of this? Is this call your representative, call your councilman, call the mayor's office who already gets a gazillion emails from a gazillion people? Like what what is it that can actually be done? Because it feels like the vote is is you got two more, I guess, and, and there's a chance, you know, with the with all these moving parts that, that the vote numbers change, but probably not a whole lot. What what is it that we can do as just regular citizens here in Davidson County? Oh, you know, um, as you said, there the conventional wisdom right now is that the the votes kind of a done deal after the term sheet was approved in December. Um, that may be right. That may be wrong. the The wild card is um, the the state's actions, and I don't I don't know whether that that will change minds. Um, from my perspective, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm responding to invitations to talk about it because um, I I'm I'm on record of thinking the finances of the deal are not solid um, and that that there's risk and so I'm I'm keeping talking about it but I I'm not uh, um, you know every council member is a big boy and girl and uh, they'll have to decide for themselves how they want to vote on it. Do you think that uh, I want to back up to the state? question here because i think that's that is the kind of the the looming question here um do you think there's anything that that can be done to take the temperature down between the city and state right now because it there's there's you're right there's uh, i i have i have on a whiteboard that you can't see here i have one two three four five six (laughs) seven eight nine nine different pieces of legislation that are aimed either specifically or at least partially at uh at nashville uh and and that is that is a very that is a very real thing uh there's also been antagonism from the council kind of back at the back at the state uh and and these are largely along partisan lines uh these are real differences because nashville's a very blue city in a very red state is there anything that can be done to kind of take that pressure away yeah, I'll give you two perspectives on that. From the from the council's perspective, um, yeah, I think the supermajority has existed for about ten years, and um, my class of council members have been there for seven and a half years. So we've been there for most of the supermajority, and we have a strong feeling that we get punished when we're well behaved, and we get punished when we're not well behaved. Um, you know, on short term rentals. We worked our rear ends off to get a compromise that was um, uh, a balance between business interests and neighborhoods, and we got partially preempted. On COVID, we absolutely acted um, with the blessing of the governor in how we handled restrictions, and we lost control of our health department. Um, On some affordable housing legislation, we got a letter from the Chamber of Commerce approving and recommending passage of our legislation. It got overturned by the state. These are all things where we were well-behaved. And so since we get punished, whether we're well-behaved or poorly behaved in their eyes, um, I think a lot of us revert to, we're just gonna represent the best interests of the people in Nashville um, because we, we we don't see a way to behave or compromise our way into their good graces. And then the other thing I would say is, you know, if you look at what's going on nationally, um, the Republican supermajority in Florida is hammering 
cities and colleges and Mickey Mouse at Disney. And in Texas, this, this Republican supermajority is hammering blue cities. Um, there's a threat in Mississippi of a takeover of a primarily African-American city's police department all over the country, wherever there's a supermajority that's Republican, um, the relationship with uh, the blue cities is at an all-time low. So I'm I'm of the view that this is a thing that reflects national politics um, and the, the way to get to the top on Republican politics nationally is to um, beat up on cities like Nashville. So I don't I don't know how to take the temperature down. Um, I really, I really don't. Um, and so my, my view is um, we do our thing and we represent the people in Nashville and do what a majority of the people want here and the chips fall where they may at the state. Well, Hey, they're, they're getting a little run on Saturday night live and John Oliver these days. So it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, uh, councilman, I, again, I don't, I, I am, I am of the book. Like I personally am in the middle on this. Like I want sports. I see the overall value of sports and the Titans. I I'm with you. The, if the development is done correctly, then I see value for me personally and my family. I'm worried about that. I'm worried about transportation. I'm worried about my daughter's education. I want, I, you know, I know you say the number could be three, four, five hundred million. They're claiming one point eight. Even if it's a billion, that's still a lot of money that's out of my daughter's education fund. So I, I this is super complicated stuff for people out there that don't know any of that information. <laughs> so um, I, I don't know. I'll let you give. I'll, I'll let you give us your your final elevator pitch here on on sure. what, what what's what is that that people need to know nuts and bolts because it feels like there's a lot of vagaries on both sides of this yeah i mean one thing i one perspective i like people to keep in mind is um if we get a super bowl um in a new stadium there'll be more nashvillians um selling beer and diet cokes for a part-time job than there will be watching the game in the stadium um like we ain't built we're not building this thing um, for Nashvillians uh, to enjoy. Um, even under the mayor's office pitch, at best, the new neighborhood pays for itself. It will not throw off money to help your kids school. It will not. It just won't, even under their own numbers. Um, and listen, I, I, I've said it for a few months now. Um, if they would be honest about the fact that we haven't figured out the cost to comply with the current lease, and they would stop downplaying and hiding the cost to build a new neighborhood and gave us straight up numbers, we could make a straight up decision. You and others um, are stuck in the middle. And, and frankly, it's taken dozens and dozens of hours worth of work um, on my end and other council members and just to try to peer through the PR spin coming out of the mayor's office. We deserve a better deal. We shouldn't be a leader in the history of America and size of public subsidy for a stadium. All right. Councilman, thank you so much for your time. We do appreciate it. No problem. Take care guys. That was councilman Mendez uh, offering offering serving up a lot to think about. Uh, and we'll get to our opinions um, on what he had to say, because I there's plenty of stuff I agree with him on, plenty of stuff I disagree with him on. I think that's sort of the nature of a really complicated, expensive uh, deal that involves many moving parts, uh, lots of political parties and different legislative offices <laughs> all across the state of Tennessee. Uh, however, before we do that, also serving up lots to eat is 
Jaspers. Wow. Right. That is yeah. a transition. Yeah, it was bad. It was a little clunky. <laughs> that is a transition. It was a little clunky. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> Bob serving up takes. Jaspers yeah. serving up burgers and oh. wings and, and delicious flatbreads. A game room that's free. They serve up a free parking lot. How about that, Tennessee Titans? Can you provide us with a free stinking parking lot around your new stadium? How about that? Jaspers. Better than the ad we're giving giving you right now. <laughs> the food that they the, Jasper's is better at their job than we are at ours is what we're getting. That's at. Exactly right. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're getting at here. Um, listen, you can't just. I, I will say you can't just go into Jasper's though and sit down and have a conversation with the city councilman about you know spending three billion dollars on an East Bank development. Can't do that, Jasper's. Huh? Take that, Jasper's. Are we taunting? Are we taunting our advertiser in the ad? Actively taunting the sponsor now? That's great. That is, that is great. Go to Jasper's. Go go to Jasper's. Now it is hard to, and we appreciate the councilman's time. We're going to give you the mayor's office perspective here coming up very, very soon. Um, What I, what I'm curious about is, he he makes a bunch of great points, uh, many of which I agree with. That the downtown, that one particular area of campus. Uh, and by the way, when I was looking at the documents, floodplain is not one that I considered. The fact that that's all in a floodplain down there. Um, there's a lot of things to consider here. Like, a- again, could that money be better used elsewhere? Do we need the development to be as big as it's going to be? Um, the value of a, ty- of, a, of, a, of an NFL team, what exactly is it to a community? It's hard to pinpoint. Uh, we have an affordable housing crisis in this city, transportainment crisis in this city. Um, there's so much stuff that I care about personally. Uh, as transportainment crisis, trans, in trans, transportainment, not transpotainment, two different transportainment. Did I say trans? Did I do it again? Transportainment. Yes. You oh my did God, it again. I, the word is in my head so much, Steve. <laughs> 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 I was down there waiting on the media shuttle to go to the SEC uh, tournament last week, and I had six buses go by before my shuttle showed up, and all six of them were just drunk people screaming at me, and I'm like, no. I'm just in a suit standing here in the Titans parking lot for no reason at all. People get just get just get out of here. Uh, transportainment transit. We have a transit problem. We have a transit problem. Thank you. Um, but I want all of like I'm OK with the big dollar ticket item to keep the team here if enough of it helps the city. And they are, as Bob did say, they're nibbling around the edges on this with like a 50 million dollar you know charity kind of fund that gets created out of this. Um, but man, it. it I just my issue is I don't know how we solve or or win any of those problems that I do care about while also wanting the Titans to stay here with the Titans with a stadium. I it is extremely complicated. I, I think the and the state part of this can't be diminished. Uh, the the relationship between the city and the state is so bad right now, and the 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 state is the state is heavily intertwined into this in this deal. You know, Governor Governor Lee's office put five hundred million dollars in uh, for for this to be a domed stadium, uh, which was not something that this, this is in the history of kind of renovations that was never on the table. So, so there was a deal done that was that was done with the Briley administration um, that would have that would have done a lot of this. It would have been a straight renovation. It wouldn't have been, it would not have been a, a moving of the stadium, uh, and, and and demolishing the old one, uh, and, and Bradley lost, and new uh, new mayor comes in and 
negotiates a negotiates a different deal and, and this gets to this gets to some of the continu- continuity issues uh, because the Barry administration had been talking before Briley was um with with the Titans this has been a long this has been a long-term problem for the city uh you know the obligations that are that are attached to this lease and so the this the evolution of this and the kind of the state's involvement is really troublesome in the sense that uh the the, the state the, the state and city are so at odds over so many different things I, I mentioned this in the interview there's all of this legislation that's aimed currently at nashville taking away the airport authority uh you know, there was a there was a threat to cut the funding for the for the Music City Center uh, that that's still sort of out there. There are bills that would eliminate the the Community Oversight Board, which is something that a majority of Nashvilleians voted for in a um, you know in a charter uh, charter referendum. Um, you know, the 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 drag bill was aimed partially at Nashville. There are other things that you know the 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 Tootsie's guys, um, a bunch of those bar owners are like trying to get themselves exempt from the yeah. from the local beer board uh, with legislation right now. It, it is, it is, a, it is a mess. It's an and assault. this stadium. It's an assault. <laughs> it, 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 it's a little hard to to evaluate the stadium outside of that because the yeah. because the the protagonists. Um, have a lot of financial uh have a lot of financial investment in the deal i i interviewed briley during that mayor briley at the time during that uh conversation and one of the things that he led with it's always stuck with me is it's it's really people don't like it when you ask you know people don't like it when billionaires ask for money right like that's just a that's just a, a thing that exists and I agree with with some of the things again that Councilman Mendez says here. I, who is it going to work for? Probably not nearly as much for Nashville. Who wants to be down there? Probably not nearly as much for Nashville. Who's going to the events? Probably not nearly as much for Nashvilleians. Um, and yet we're going to be on the hook for a lot of that. I do also think, and I mentioned at the very end of the interview, where I, I don't think it's genuine to say that the renovation costs of the stadium are in this three or four hundred million dollar range. I think just inflation alone, supply chain um, costs, development of the area around it. Like, again, I think even if it's a billion dollars, let's cut the difference between three hundred and one point eight. Let's call it nine hundred million or a billion or one point one billion or whatever. That that amount of money is still on the hook for the city. And I know that's a phrase that the mayor's office is using. And so I'm using his talking point there. But it's there, and, and the number is large. And the question is, without the development around it to help pay for some of it, which again probably de- benefits developers and and tourists and and expensive people coming in to watch expensive events, not necessarily taxpayers. I, I feel like Steve. My only hope is to get some things into the deal. Is that is that the best? And I tried to ask bob about that multiple times like i want things. the deal's gonna happen i want stuff in the deal that helps benefit nashvillians and i don't know how there is there is no renegotiating the deal at this point this this deal is what it is and and if they can add if they can add little stuff on like he he talked about like the extra million a year for nonprofits, uh you know that's that's the size of how you can alter the deal at this point you're not going to fundamentally alter the terms of the deal and and i think when when i talk when i've talked to critics of this 
uh, of this deal, um, the 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 thing that really gets people is, and, and Mendez mentioned this a little bit, is we are really good at finding creative financing uh, to do stuff like this when we have so many different needs right now in terms of a transit system that that is not effective uh, in terms of you know we we have this is the unsexiest thing in the world uh but there are there are storm water drainage issues kind of all over the state and i mean i'm sorry all over the city and uh, you know the there is a there's a very large price tag attached to it you know it's over a billion dollars to, to kind of to kind of fix all of that and the, and the metro water's been kind of fixing part of this piecemeal but there are those issues there as well the the amount if you want to have a if you want to have a livable walkable city you got to have sidewalks and in most neighborhoods you don't have sidewalks or the the construction of sidewalks is so far behind yeah. that 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 the people or the people sort of really feel it and, and so the critics of I think the critics of this deal and and even if even if you looked at this deal in in the in its best possible light, which is that tourists would be paying largely for this um the there's a there's a real sense uh, there's a real frustration that there are things for Nashvilleians and there are things for Nashville neighborhoods outside of the kind of the core downtown um that that never ever get paid for or never ever never there there's never a level of investment you know in Bellevue or Hermitage or Donaldson or whatever else and 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 that criticism uh gets wrapped into the discussion of this deal and, and and you can't separate them now yeah, and I think yeah, I think your 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 point is valid. Like we can come up with super creative ways to find uh two billion dollars for a football stadium, but I but I'm asked for money at at uh, every single day at my elementary school to help pay for like books. <laughs> like I mean, I I, I think know. I think the people who put this deal together are are have been super creative about how to do it. Uh, you know, the but the critics are also right in that yeah. we, we you know we don't have a we don't have a a super creative way to uh to rapidly expand transit in a way that takes us off of a hub and spoke system that lets you move about the city easily on on something besides a car um i've never been to a european soccer uh stadium i'm I'm sure you have uh i have never been but and i've got a couple buddies who just recently have gone um no soccer stadiums have parking in europe by the way um especially in the epl there is no parking and so while we scream and yell and and about parking at jota's park uh all my buddies come back from europe and just yank all their hair out and say why is this so easy in europe (laughs) (laughs) why 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 can i get off the tube and be at a stadium that's 150 years old and then get back on the tube and go to dinner and go to hotels and go to fun things and meanwhile we can't get 26,000 people into a soccer stadium. So, yeah, I mean, a anyway. buddy and I, a buddy and I went over to watch a bunch of games a few years ago. Uh went to go see Arsenal play uh at, at the at the new stadium uh at, and literally popped up out of the tube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh walked quarter of a mile. We were there at the stadium. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Um things <laughs> I'll take things we don't do well in the south for 500, Alex. Uh, so I, listen, we'll, we'll present the rest, 
uh, of the other side of the equation here shortly. We do appreciate it. I, I do want to get your thoughts, though. Go to Jasper's, by the way. Uh, Steve, I do want to get your thoughts, though, on the fairgrounds vote that took place, I guess, on Tuesday. It was three to two, a narrow uh, approval, I guess, by some judges. Uh, against. you can tell me if I'm using the right words here, political guy. Fair uh, board. Fair, fair board. Fair board there you go. Fair board commissioners. Uh, $164 million renovation. Uh, it will require 27 votes in the current 40 vote, 40 person council. Uh, although that that majority percentage might change. Who knows? Um, what are your thoughts on on that vote for the fairgrounds renovation? Again, uh, just just another just another 164 million, Steve. No big deal. Well, it's going to require two thirds. It's going to require two thirds vote no matter what. If that number is 40, if that number is 20. Uh, and by the way, that number is going to be 40. Uh, that the the there is one lawsuit that's already been filed there's going to be another one filed in federal court here probably in the coming weeks uh probably after they after planning redraws the lines and you can see sort of like what the impact of it is um there there's by, by the way you're, you're talking about the city council i'm talking about city council there, there, there's, there are arguments that 20 is better than 40 i just think the argument should be made by the people of nashville and the decision made by nashville not the the state but that's that's just me so yeah um and for another but podcast. The, but it's but it, but it's gonna be it's gonna be 40 here for the foreseeable future so with it being 40 27 is a big number to get um and i and there is already some organized resistance um there is there's already direct mail uh in my in my mailbox uh about uh you know fighting against the um uh against the fairgrounds proposal um it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because this is not i mean i think the, the i think the titans deal is going to pass i mean i think conventional wisdom is right here they only have to get they have to get 20 votes uh, there's only 39 in the council right now majority's 20 uh, they had 28 in the in the the sort of test vote in December. They they probably could have had more if they needed it. Um, I I, I just don't think that I, I don't think that you're going to come up with, you know, I don't think you're going to double opposition to the yeah. Uh, I don't think you're going to double opposition to the Titan Stadium here in in like in the next few weeks before this final vote is done. Yeah, I so. think it was what 29-10, The first of three votes um, yeah. was was the number there. Uh, and so, but but in on the fairgrounds piece of it, I, I that's going to be that that's going to be tough, and it's going to be really interesting to see to see how that plays out and how because I, I think that you had a you had a friendlier fair board that was appointed by a mayor who is in favor of this deal, and it only went through three two. Uh, I I think you're gonna you're at the council yeah. level you're gonna you're gonna see a lot more resistance. DOA, as they say, um, in terms of those potential votes. It, listen, it is a very weird time to be in, like learning about all this stuff. And for sports fans, you want your sports team to be here. You want racing to be here. I get it. It's far more complicated than that. Unfortunately, some of that is just straight up politics. Some of that is the past coming back to get to us. Some of that is. Um, current situations, um, you know, I, it, there's so much move. There's so many moving parts here. I, I just want to present to you guys out there listening the best possible information to make up your own minds. Um, I am, I am still not yet decided personally where I am on this. I probably lean towards trying to keep an NFL team here and get Super Bowls and stuff because I think eventually long term it probably is beneficial for the city. Um, 
But man, um, <laughs> as, as a parent with kids in schools now, the math has changed a bit for me personally. So um, I'm uh, thankful to, to Councilman Mendez for giving us some time. And we'll, we'll give you the other side coming up uh, in a little bit, maybe next week, perhaps. So stay tuned. Go to Jasper's, everybody. We do appreciate it. Sign up for good. If you I am curious how all the mayor mayoral race stuff will be affected by all of this, too, which is really interesting. Just the Titan Stadium vote, but also all this other stuff we're talking about. Um, and so, if you'd like to hang on, I'll give you some. Ch- but if you'd like to read some really in-depth quality information about all 57 candidates that are currently running for mayor. Nashville, there's a lot. com long form Q&A's with Steve Cavendish. It is your entry point into the candidate pool that will only continue to grow. So NashvilleBanner.com, Steve. So we've talked to six of the candidates so far. Uh, we've got a couple more coming up uh, here in the, in the coming weeks. Uh, and the Titan Stadium is is something that we're asking of every single of, of every single candidate. Because uh, I think it's I think it is absolutely one of the things that that Nashville voters want to know about right now. Um, and, and the answers have come have have run the gamut from Sharon Hurt, who is an enthusiast, who's a who's a at large council member, just like uh, uh, Bob is, who is an enthusiastic supporter of the new stadium uh, to uh, Freddie O'Connell, who's running for mayor, who's a district council member. Uh, who is against it? Uh, and he laid out. You know, they both laid out their reasons for supporting or or opposing it. Um, we're trying to get everybody sort of on the record about it. Um, we're doing these long form Q and A's in part to let people be introduced uh, to to the candidates, but also just to. I, I think there's I think there's a real value to letting people give full explanations of things. Uh, and if even, even when it's all consultant speak, well, <laughs> I, I think that there's a real value in, in for readers to be able to see when somebody's saying something and when somebody's not saying something yep. and, uh, it, there's, 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 there's good utility there and we've gotten great feedback, uh, kind of on them. So it's, it's awesome. You, uh, NashvilleBanner.com. You can, if you sign up, they'll come to your inbox. Uh, there's a newsletter archive link there. You can go back and read all the past, uh, interviews nashvillebanner.com go to jaspers of course as well at s cavendish you can follow him on the twitter machine there uh here's a little nugget for you a little easter egg at the end of I, we've been asking we a lot of people have asked us about bally sports and diamond sports and how that's going to affect things like the predators and the grizzlies and we are doing lots of efforting to try to get you guys some really good answers for all of that that'll be uh, uh that's coming up as well so we're working on that so just i we we know about it we're we are we've we've heard the questions and we are uh, trying to get some answers for you guys. Otherwise, we'll do some more Titan Titans Stadium talk stuff a little bit later. And maybe some transpotainment. Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll talk about transpotainment. We will not do transpotainment. <laughs> I can tell you right now, half Thank of you. us will not be doing transpotainment. Thank you for the councilman for giving us some time this week. We do appreciate it. Rate, review, subscribe. Go to Jaspers. Uh, for Steve Cavendish, I'm Braden Golf. Thanks for listening. This has been Lamestream Sports here on the 440 Sports Network.